I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He's running first pitch. McCann with the throw. Lindor with the tag. He's out, and the ball game is over. James McCann guns down Trevor Story, and the Mets win it. McCann with a strike. Story got a good jump, and McCann got him anyway. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Download the BetQL app today. Use our promo code daily for 20% off any subscription. BetQL helps you beat the sports books. Get started today. BetQL.com. Also available on the Apple App Store and Google Play. And guess what? We're, we're taking a look at the games today. I'm taking a look at the games of the day for BetQL, Horvat. I'll, I'll let you know what they're thinking at a moment. I'll let you know in a second because that's it has to be our first game of the day. Uh, we don't want to spend too much time on it for the podcast audience, but man, uh, we have a 10 10 a.m. Central Time because uh, it is Patriots Day out there. The Boston Red Sox hosting the Chicago White Sox, and Horvat is Lucas Giolito against Nathan Eovaldi. White Sox minus 116 favorites, total of eight. Do you have an angle in this one? You know. So anytime I get Gio at this price, I feel like I have to back the White Sox as well as the Red Sox have been playing. And as much as that lineup scares the hell out of me, I still at this price, I do like the White Sox today. I want to get your thoughts. What do you think about the over? I know everybody is going to look at this pitching matchup and think the under. I think some runs are going to be scored today. What do you, what do why? you, why, why do you, why do you think that with Giolito out there? I just think the White Sox are going to score some runs today. I think. Well, wouldn't you go with the White Sox run total then? Uh, I, I think I know. Yeah, I mean, you know my thoughts on the run. To, well, you mean on the run total? Uh, what's that? Uh, the the Sox, the White Sox one. Yeah, I, I kind of I, I would lean that play. I, I would uh, the, like that play maybe. Um, the BetQL MLB game of the day. White Sox mi- minus one fifteen's best bet. Uh, BetQL bottle has it listed as White Sox minus one sixty four. Yeah. So they agree with you. I just, I, I don't know. I've been saying this, and again, short sample size. It's only been a couple of weeks. I'm just waiting for the Red Sox to kind of fade away. And I just. Did you watch over, did you watch over the weekend? I yeah, did. They, they weren't that great. No, they weren't. They they, they really weren't. But um, again, Ivaldi getting on the mound today. You know, he, he, you look at the career against the White Sox, and they just haven't really seen him a whole lot. He's given up, what, six runs and nine and right. two thirds. But still, that's six runs and nine and two-thirds. So that's kind of what I was looking at is I just think that the Sox could get after them. So maybe rather than playing the total in this game, the way to play it, the way to target it would be the White Sox maybe run total over. But I don't know. Again, Giolito on the mound today. I think I'll just play the Sox in this one. Does the early start time? The White Sox. The White Sox. The White Sox. You keep saying the Sox. (laughs) Yeah. The Chicago White Sox, not the Boston. 
quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, does the does the early start time like scare you about the total or anything like that? Like maybe these guys are going to be half awake. Mm, not so much the early start time. If you're going to go with an angle like that, I'd say coming off a double header, if anything. But That's again, amazing. it's 14 innings. Right. Innings. The 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 quick turnaround and the double header, but it's not like they had a night game last night, so it's not really. I'm not even taking that into account. Yeah, yeah. For me, you so talk yourself in circles. By the way, um, just something to keep in the back of your mind. So the second game of the double header on Sunday, Kopech starts, and I'm like, okay, great. You know, if they're gonna make him, a, if they're gonna start to stretch him out, and let's say, I'm not saying this is a plan, but let's say they they go this route, they start stretching him out. And what if he's a starter by June? He's going the way he's throwing. He's going to be in the mix for AL Rookie of the Year. He's ridiculous. And you know what I was doing yesterday when they announced him as the starter for Game Two is I was trying to find his props, the strikeout prop. Did he finish with four? I know he had four, and I don't think he correct another. I couldn't find it obviously uh, right before first pitch, but that was something that I was looking at. He looks really good, man. And that's what I said like awesome. going into. If Kopech is half as good as we thought that he was going to be two years ago, and that's why I kind of like how they introduced him this year coming out of the bullpen. I'd love to see him take over that fourth, fifth starter role, though. He looked damn good yesterday, man. He's throwing gas. Okay. The White Sox are minus 109 on points bet. I don't understand the reason. Maybe there's some Boston love narrative because of you know, Patriots. I don't know. But um, I agree with the White Sox play. It's White Sox or nothing. Agree? I think so, yeah. And if you look what Giolito's even done against Boston in his career, seven runs he's given up in 17 career innings. Yeah, I'm going to go. It's White Sox or nothing for me. I'm going to make a play on the Chicago White Sox in this game. It's a little action in the morning. And, uh, again, you're getting a good price there with Giolito, so I'll take that. All right, let's uh, let's bounce around to some games that we find interesting. One that I do find intriguing is the Texas Rangers at the L.A. Angels. Why? Well, history. What's going to happen here? Now, we know the Rangers are a team that strikes out a ton. They have the second-highest strikeout rate in baseball this year. Now, it, it's a smaller sample, and maybe it's the old Dylan Bundy, but Bundy has had a lot of issues against the Rangers, a lot. I'm talking 8-9-3 FIP, batting average against 403. Rangers are hitting 403 against Bundy. Six homers, an OPS north of 1,200. Now, it is a somewhat limited sample size. And is Bundy, did he become a different pitcher when he went to the Angels last season? That's one of the reasons I like the Angels coming into the year. Like people would say, oh, the top of the rotation is weak. Well, not if you get the Bundy that we saw in 2020. And that started to carry over a little bit. Uh, Brock Holt has crushed Bundy in his career. So I, I'm thinking that Texas is live here if you want to look at a first five spot. I don't know that I would do it for the full game, but uh, can you back me on this one? Can you back the Rangers? You know what? Yeah, I can back the Rangers. I played the over in this game because of pretty much what you just okay. said. I think some runs are going to be scored. I played that right away this morning. I played a couple totals, and I've been playing a lot of unders this year, but today I do see some value with some overs, and here's one of them. Um and just for what you just said right there with Bundy, I just don't trust him right now as much as I love the Angels. And I like that first five spot because uh, once you get to the bullpen, then it becomes a little bit interesting later on in this game. But in this pitching matchup, I do like the over. So it's probably just the total for me in this one, the over. But I don't hate the Rangers, and I do think they're live in this one. First five, plus 170. I really like that, plus 170. Okay. 
Uh, earlier this morning when I was taking a look, it was not posted. I was wondering why. Uh, for the full game, it is Texas plus 200. But for the first five plus 170, I don't hate that. No, I don't hate it at all. I don't hate okay. it at all. Like, I've had some pretty good luck with Texas so far this year. But I do like really? I think runs are going to be scored in that game. So I do like some offense in the over in that one. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. Oh, by the way, Ari Hara going for uh, Texas. He's had some pretty tough opponents. He has good numbers. Uh, you know, it's a 307 ERA, 344 FIP, low strikeout rate, but he's faced Kansas City, San Diego, and Tampa Bay. Those yeah. aren't the worst teams in Major League Baseball. So maybe yeah. there's a there's a reason to trust Texas in this specific spot. You know, I'm getting plus yeah, and seven. That's why, right, yeah. and that's why I would prefer the first five rather than have to dip into their bullpen, though, and then dip Let's, into the weirdness that goes on late in that game. All right, we've got a hit on Milwaukee-San Diego here. Game of the day, we've got the Padres as minus 151 favorites against the Brewers. Brewers plus 139. The total is only seven. Total only seven. This is a Joe Musgrove game. You would think it's you Darvish on the bump today, but no, it's Joe Musgrove against Brandon Woodruff. Musgrove has been – listen to how good he's been. He's had three starts. His fangraphs war – is 0.8. Last year, his Fangraphs war was 1.0. He's almost reached that number in only three starts this year. 047 ERA, 173 FIP. We know about the no-hitter, of course. And Woodruff is a stud. Um, It was interesting, Horvat, that Woodruff's K-prop is only at 6.5 because San Diego doesn't strike out a ton. Yeah, I don't know if I'd play that one right there. I, I, You know, it would probably be the Padres for me in this spot just because I'm really worried about the Brewers' offense. And now Christian Yelich, he goes on the IL for the next 10 games. I know the total's low, but I don't think I could play the over in this game, even with the total being so low. The only thing – okay, so Musgrove's been great this year, but he's not historically been great against Milwaukee. Six career starts, he's 0-1 with an ERA over 6, 6-1-4, 6-14 ERA. Uh, 29 innings of work, 28 strikeouts, 10 walks. But this Brewers offense, man, I just can't back him right now without Yelich in the lineup. Lorenzo Cain's going to miss some time. 
Colton Wong, not that he's a great bat, but he's going to miss some time. I mean, you saw this weekend, like their offense was carried by Daniel Vogelbach. So I just don't know that I could back them in this spot against this Padres team who needs some wins coming off uh, a tough series against the Dodgers this weekend. The Milwaukee bullpen, I'm still waiting for them to be more consistent to be the Milwaukee bullpen. You know what? I'm a little worried about Devin Williams. Uh, He's coming off of an injury, maybe a little bit of a sophomore slump. I mean, he was the rookie of the year last year, and you couldn't touch him. Hater's obviously going to be great, but I almost don't know if they should use him as their traditional closer. I almost like him better out of the bullpen as kind of that weapon where you don't know if you're going to see him as the setup man. You don't know if you're going to see him in the seventh, the eighth, the ninth. I mean, when he first came into the league, like we were taking phone calls even two years ago where guys wanted to see, people wanted to see Josh Hader as a starting pitcher in Major League Baseball, and a lot of people thought that was going to be his future. They're using him as the traditional closer. Bullpen's not great. They may have to make a move, but I would I would not be able to play Milwaukee. I don't think I could play the mm. total on this one. It's probably going to be a stay away from me, but if anything, yeah, even the Woodruff Ks, I don't even know that I like those tonight against this Padres lineup. See, my initial lean was Milwaukee. I, I And as simple as we've got San Diego coming off an emotional series. Woodruff, he's an elite dude. He's one of the better ones or twos in the game, and I'm getting plus 140 with him. That's that's how I'm looking at it. Against Musgrove, maybe there's regression. Maybe there isn't. Like I mentioned, I, I wouldn't get caught up with the history against a specific team. When right. new pitching coach, new approach, maybe some things have changed. Or A, a lot of times these teams acquire pitchers because they think they see something that they can fix. And sometimes that's the case. Sometimes it's just – they look great for a little bit and then they become what, what they've always been throughout their careers. I wonder if that's part of what we're seeing with Musgrove, but uh, my initial lean is Milwaukee. So it's interesting. You're like, no, no, well, no. And, and I mean, that's a good point right there. I don't really look at like, you know, history against teams, especially when you consider the fact, okay, this is a different Brewers lineup that again is going to feature Daniel Vogelbach and Jackie Bradley Jr. No more Christian Yelich, you know, yeah. uh, Yasmani Grandal, Mike Moustakis. You don't remember who was there when he faced them. I look more at like his record at the ballpark and at Petco, Musgrove's been great. He's 3 0. His ERA is 140, 17 strikeouts over 19 innings. So again, there's just no play for me here. I don't, I don't okay. hate the Brewers play just because I mean Woodruff's been great this year he's due to win a game he's eventually going to have to win a game this year I just don't know how they're going to score runs okay I hear you there uh any other games uh we quickly went over a few what else uh you've targeted yeah you know one that I keep going back and forth on I kind of want to back the Cardinals today maybe even the under in that game I said I wanted to play some overs today but the Cardinals have been bad man they've lost six out of their last eight games Shut out against Philly yesterday. Philly looked damn good yesterday. Thank God I need them to start catching fire. But Flaherty's on the mound, fourth start of the season, 2-0 and this year. But the ERA, around four, he hasn't been great. Um, but the Cardinals, 1-6 in their last seven games against the Nationals. That's scaring me away right there. And then in his last six road starts, Jack Flaherty, 2-2 two and two with a 7.40 ERA. No, I want to back no, the I, I, I kind of like your – I don't think your underplay is bad there because his history against Washington is a strikeout rate of over 30%, and that's over 100 plate appearances. And Ross has been phenomenal in his two starts. It's two starts. He has no ERA. Take it all into account. But, man, if Ross is going to pitch uh, better than he has throughout much of his career, the Flaherty Ross under, I don't think that's a bad move at eight. Dude, and I get and Joe, I know that like we don't care about the history against teams, but against the Cardinals. No, I do. I do in certain positions. Three and yeah. with a two eight six ERA. So it doesn't give up a whole lot and has never lost a game against St. Louis either. Um, yeah, I'd probably look at the under in this one again, because 
I wanted to back St. Louis, but they can't beat the Nationals one and six in their last seven. And then the only thing that does scare me a little bit on the total here is just Flaherty on the road, a different pitcher than when he's at home. Last four on the road, two and two, seven forty ERA. But still, I do think I like the under in this one. Strikeout prop: Dustin May is at five and a half against Seattle. Now he only threw seventy-one pitches in his last outing, but there was a big layoff between starts there. Now he's back on his normal rotation. Um, what does he have? A thirty-two percent K rate so far this season, I believe. Yeah, you know it's a couple of starts. He's been phenomenal. Five and a half. The concern with the Dodgers: How early are they going to pull their starter? But what do you think going against uh, Seattle team striking out twenty-six percent of the time? Yeah, you know what? I'm actually um, going to take the under in this game. And, and anytime pretty much May is on the mound, I'm going to. Just, okay. They can't touch the guy. And you know what's crazy? If he's on any other team, he's a huge deal. But there he's. Will you will you go over five and a half with May or staying away? I'd go over on that. Okay, that that's the angle that I was looking at. A couple other things that we're going to mention throughout the show on this MLB slate. Only eight games today. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat coming up next. Dan Bach from Roto Grinders will talk NFL draft on the BetQL Audio Network. <laughs> 